When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Well, this will be one of the very last few interviews I do in 2022. I'm joined by Gareth A. Davis for a, a sum-up of the year. Uh, firstly, Gareth, how was your Christmas? How are you? It's fantastic, thank you. Spent it with the family and uh, it's still ongoing. I'm actually officially off, but if thing, big things happen, I'm, uh, I'm called into action rather like this this morning. Dragged out of bed to do IFL TV. Is this a big thing, yeah? What, to do IFL TV? Yeah. Yes, it's a big thing, Umar. <laughs> got you to admit, got you to admit. So, uh, as I said, yeah, this will be a, a review of the year. We'll do that uh, in a bit shortly, but I haven't had a catch-up with you um, in a couple of weeks, so let's just go through some things that are happening at the moment. Um, when do you expect, or have you heard anything about when we can get an announcement, an official announcement for Fury Usyk? Oh, I was thought we were about to say the Conor Ben saga. There's nothing as far as I'm concerned at the moment. That, that you know, I, I, there's a few weird things going on around it. Bob Arum did an interview saying it, Wembley Stadium. Did you see that? Yeah. Bob never says anything for no reason, and um, I haven't caught up with Bob in a week or two. And, and same with Frank uh, Warren. Um, I. <sighs> There's obviously something going on in the in the background. They're talking about it, um, but it, but it all depends on um, that that big offer coming forward. That's the only reason they're going to the Middle East. It's not because they they want to have a jolly in the Sahara. Um, it's it's about um, it, it's it's about the money. So um, let's see if the money is forthcoming from the Saudis. Um, and, and that's what they're all about. No, I haven't heard a date or anything yet. They're both still keen on it. I, I mean, I saw you... Um, actually, the last time I saw you, I was, I was doing the Tyson Fury at the Indigo that night, and you were there interviewing him as well. Um, I think you might have even interviewed me. I can't remember now. Definitely did. Um, yeah, and, and no, because I just remember you speaking to Al, Al Foran, uh, the yeah. impressionist, the whole time, and I can remember us... I can remember you stealing my idea that night... This is the headline for today's interview. <laughs> IFL TV steals Gads um, 
questions with Al Foran because I got him to do 14 impressions in a minute. And the next thing I know, Porky's stolen it. <laughs> I don't think anyway, many people know who that is. But no, I, what's that? I don't think many people know you're referring to. No, anyway. <laughs> yeah. But any, anyway, um, I haven't heard any more. Um, I've got a big piece going in with big interview going with Tyson Fury in New Year. I've got to try and catch up with them and get a few more words. They're very positive. They were very positive about it then, about it still going ahead. Um, but if you imagine it's going to happen before March the 22nd, which is the deadline you sticks put on it, they need to announce it soon. Um, it could be done. They just may just want to save it for the new year as the press conference. But the truth is I haven't heard... And also, by the end of this week, we'll all be making the calls to the people that count. Everyone's, it's a bit of a slow week in some ways. It's a, it's a natural rest for the industry. But um, unlike IFL TV, who are indefatigable, um, they, they, they'll find you anywhere. They'll prize you out of a shell at the bottom in Papua New Guinea, at the bottom of the ocean, to get you to do a 15-minute interview. For what? Anyway. What a way to sum up the channel. Um... Gareth, um, again... Uh, Thank you very much, you, Mark. It's great to see you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, job done. See you later. Um, Lawrence Acoli, what have you made of his interviews recently? Well, I've interviewed him myself. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think he's, you know, he's a gladiator who's fought for his freedom, if I can put it in that way, and he's proud of himself and the way he did it. You know, he told me, I don't know if he did it in the interview. Did you interview him? Pogan did it. Um, he told me in his interview that he hasn't been bullied since he was a kid and he felt bullied as a man and he had to stand up for himself. Um, you know, that's business as well. I mean, you can, people get bullied in business and he, he, he worked it through. Um, he's now contracted by boxer, I understand. Yeah. Isn't that right? Even though the fight with his next fight, is that with White? Uh, yeah, David Light. They bought, they won the Light, party. David Light. Sorry, not David. Dillian White. Oh, I'd love to see that him and Dillian. <laughs> love to see him and Dillian White. Lawrence told me he thinks that fight will happen down the line, maybe twenty twenty four. He might not be in the cruiserweight division longer than this year. Hmm. He's told me. Look, he got out of his contract with Eddie Hearn. They wanted him to do one more fight. They said he he owed them half a million. He said, "What are you talking about? I've done the fights." Um, they went into legal procedure with lawyers around it. So, and, and he said he just didn't understand what was going on. Um, people have memed Eddie over this. I'm not, I'm not going rogue on Eddie here again, but Eddie's the guy that didn't need a contract with boxers. Do you remember? Um, and said they can come and go as they wish. And obviously, look, they built, they built him as well. And they did a lot of work on Lawrence, um, you know. Um, and I think he's just reached a stage where, it, where he wants canonical ownership of his own career. And... It, it just wasn't done in a in a way that people parted ways in a great way. I mean, they just they parted ways. Uh, they started as friends. They finished as as enemies in some ways. Um, but, and then if that's what you're referring to, all of that, then you know he's he's onwards and upwards. He's been out of the loop for what was it nine months or something? He was mm. going to be fighting. He hasn't. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I really like Lawrence. I really like Lawrence. He's in that band. He'll never fight some um, Chris Billum Smith, who I spoke to the other day. They're too close as friends, having both trained under Shane McGuigan. Um, 
But, you know, the, the Richard Riekpoor fight is there, as is the... You know, it's quite good in the cruiserweight division, just digress a tiny bit. Chris Phillips-Smith was fantastic the other week, that knockout. Um, he's chasing Jay Opatire, I think it is, and they might be able to get over here. Richard Riekpoor probably going to fight for a world title. Lawrence Coley is a, is a world champion as well. We, we always talk about having a strong light heavyweight division. We've got a good cruiserweight division at the moment. And the fact he's moved there, actually, you can see why Boxer were interested in him. Um, but, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Lawrence in 2023. But there, there is fallout when, when promoters and, and, and fighters leave each other. It's always like a, a minor divorce, you know? Just lastly, to end things uh, on a positive note at the end of Christmas, Javonta Davis went and, and got himself arrested last night. Um, got a fight scheduled next week, I believe. Is it next week? Um, 7th of Jan, I believe. 7th of Garcia, not Ryan Garcia. Leading yeah. to Ryan Garcia in in April sometime. A huge fight, ignites the lightweight division. Let's have Devin Haney and Vasyl Lomachenko. Let's have Ryan Garcia and... Uh, and um, uh, and Javonta Davis, let's have Shaka Stevenson, A and other. Let's get this boat on the road. Who's the other one I'm missing out there? Am I missing one out? You mentioned Shaka, uh, you didn't mention Haney, I think. Haney Lomachenko. Yeah, yeah, those five, you know, those five guys. Let's see them fight each other. Let's see three or four of them fight each other this year, you know. Um, big, big, big year for that division, hopefully a big year for the heavyweight division. All right, well, let's come on to a review uh, for the year, Gareth. So, uh, start. Well, with... no, what I was going to say about. Um, Go on, Tank getting arrested, yeah. About Tank, yeah. And obviously, it's not the first time. Um, and, you know, having interviewed Tank um, and knowing about his background and things like that, he is, in a, you know, he, he is quite troubled. I mean, he, again, Tyson Fury talks about him being the only person capable of beating himself. In a similar way, Tank Davis is really, apart from, I think Shaka wins that, um, Shaka Stevenson wins that, he's the person who, who, who is most dangerous to himself because, you know, he, he, you know, if you haven't seen The Wire talking to IFL, 750,000 IFL followers, it's 750? Yeah, I don't think all of them are going to watch this, but... You know, no, but, no, no, of course they're not. <laughs> what, I mean, what I mean is... Yeah, you got me there. What, what, what I mean is, that series of The Wire set in Baltimore, the very first series, Idris Elba's in that first series as well. It's amazing. It's just so gritty. And if you haven't seen it, it's probably 10 years ago that was made, wasn't it? Maybe even longer. Have you seen it? The Wire, I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, it's set in Baltimore. Uh, and, and he's from that neighbourhood and he's got family members that were in it and he was in children's homes at the time and he's had a really tough life and, you know, you know it was a terrible area to grow up in with lots of problems. And, you know, he, he's a product of that in some ways. Extremely talented. He could be the number one pound for pound alongside Shaka Stevenson, in my view. But... He, you know, he, he clearly gets drawn into these situations and, you know, he, he, he's, he must be an emotional guy underneath a very hard exterior. Um, but he's a brilliant, brilliant boxer. I, you know, hopefully, well, he's been arrested, hasn't he, overnight? So mm. let's see what happens. But I, I, I wonder if that fight will go ahead now. You know, I just wonder if it'll go ahead. 
Mm. We shall see. All right, let's come on to the uh, review for 2022. So to start with, I just want your personal moment of the year. When you think back to what was something that stuck out to you just on a personal level. Well, definitely. It's it's the moment when you switch the camera on always, you know. Um, no, um, no, um, <laughs> keeps coming back to mind is being at Madison Square Garden for Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano. A very special week. Um, a very special event. Incredible fight. Um, it's, it's, it sticks in the memory. There's something about the noise that night that's yeah. in your ears still, and, that, and those final moments when they're just they're just going into oblivion with each other, just throwing their hands. Um, that's got to be it's got to be high up there. And I, I don't like picking knock. I've got a couple really. Um, the, the, I think seeing Conlon suddenly his body go limp and fall through the ropes in the fight with Lee Wood was just extraordinary. Um, I, t- I, t- I always think Anthony Joshua and, and Tyson Fury's fights this year as well. Just being in the big stadium, doing the live broadcast for TalkSport and having to write at the same time, us around fight week, you know, it's always... Those big fight weeks, the big occasions are extraordinary. They 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 stay with you. They're etched into your memory um, as as weeks in your life that you never forget. Because p- people think we just you know roll around, have a giggle and stuff, but we do work really hard in those really really big fight weeks because you're being stretched left, right, and centre. You know, you know when your eyes at your eyes are doing this. Yeah. You know, because you're trying to. I'm trying to talk to you, and I can see you looking at nine different other interviews that you need to do. Um, but no, I'm going to pick Katie Taylor and um, and Amanda Serrano, and I and I and it leads, you know, kind of exponentially through women's boxing. I really hope we get the Croke Park Croke Park fight this year in Dublin, eighty thousand people. As I said to you before, she could be fighting Katie Taylor could be fighting Minnie Mouse and still sell it out. You know, um, I hope that happens because I think they did something special there that night. The, 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 the women, they did something special. Okay, and so Eddie Hearn put on an amazing event. Yeah, so your moment of the year was uh, MSG for Taylor Serrano and yeah. not yeah. not only just the fight, but the, the noise levels and the atmosphere surrounding it. Okay. What's yours? What's yours? What moment of the year? Just the personal yeah, moment? moment of the year, yeah. I think I'd have to pick just being ringside um, at Wembley when there was 94,000 people. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I pulled it out because it's unbelievable. When you're when you're sitting on the ring apron, literally working, and every all the energy is beaming down, it is an extraordinary thing. You know, the walkouts are bigger, and the I mean, Fury's walkouts are really. Anthony Joshua does big walkouts. I mean, Katie Taylor walks out like Mike Tyson. Do you know what I mean? She can't get in there quickly enough. Doesn't really want any music, but you know, when she's when you when you hear the the, the Irish the strains of the Irish. Oh, it's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. I'm trying to think of one more that we might have missed. No, Fury Wyatt Wembley st- st- sticks out to uh, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Your fight of the year, Gareth. You might have mentioned it in that in that um, last phase where you're talking about your fight of the year. Fight, fight of the year. Hmm. I think it's uh, yeah. I think it's um, 
Well, again, Taylor and Serrano is in there. Um, Bivol and Canelo is in there. I really enjoyed that fight. Okay. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, um, I think I've got to go for um, Michael Conlon and Lee Wood because okay. it had everything. You had a guy completely out of it early. You know, Wood down in the first round, he was the power puncher. Conlon was the slick stylist. Um, and Wood battles through this tunnel of adversity to come out the other end and start landing some of his own punches and reverse the fight. And then they go toe-to-toe for, for rounds and, and in, in, in certain rounds. And just, you know, just as you think. It's one of those ones where... where you know, and the lad from Gedling, as Carl Frotch was, it reminded me of Jermaine Taylor all those years ago when Frotch won with seconds, literally seconds to go in the last minute. Um, and you know he's behind on the cards. And Conlon was probably three or four rounds up in that fight, or at least two. And he just finds, you know, something in himself. And Conlon's depleted. And, and from nowhere, his body just goes limp and he goes out. He had everything that fight. He had everything. And for that reason... I think I pick Conlon and Wood as uh, as fight of the year. Where's what's yours? Hundred percent. That's the first fight that came to mind. I've never seen something more dramatic ringside ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Estrada and um, Estrada and Topatito. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean. different when you're there though isn't it it is different yeah it's different when you're there that that is so true that is so true Joyce and Parker was a good fight great but, fight. Anyway, but, but again I'll tell you what I'll tell you what was also another moment of the year was Khan and Brooke oh okay yeah I suppose yeah, yeah I was. great atmosphere the atmosphere was amazing it reminded me of the days of Ricky Hatton it's worth remembering that fight because it was the end of an era five years too late Cal had more. It was who had most left. Cal had more left, no question about it. Um, and Khan wanted a rematch. I mean, too brave for his own good. Um, that was a great atmosphere. That was a great atmosphere. And also, I'm t- when I'm thinking about these events, the ones I'm bringing up, I was doing broadcast as well. And like you say, when you're there and you're in the atmosphere, it, it, it's it's more. But anyway, Conlonwood, yeah. Okay. Upset of the year for you. Well, Bivol, Dmitry Bivol, the Russian light heavyweight that Canelo stepped up to fight. There's weight divisions for a reason. He was a five-to-one underdog, I think. Wow. But I didn't really have him as a massive, massive underdog in that fight. Um, so, so, the upset of the year, upset of the year. God, I'm trying to think of one now. There is a big one, isn't there? There's a big one. Is there? I'd have thought most people said Bivol and Canelo, even as you said. Yeah, well, that, a lot of people in boxing didn't really think that was an upset, but I guess... The, no, exactly, but it was an upset, yeah. Um, it was an upset for the house fighter, yeah. Um, I hope they fight in 2023, 20, by the way. 
that rematch, that sequel, is a really good fight now. Because Canelo is so talented. So talented. And he'll come back, come with another game plan. Um, you know, and it's... When was um, uh, when was Cambosas Lopez? Was that this year? I don't actually. It might have been the end of twenty twenty one. Cambosas. Yeah, I think it was in the winter of twenty one. Yeah. Because yeah, Dehaney's beaten him twice, hasn't he? Yeah. So. <clears throat> God, that's ah. Right, we have to move on because I I'm, guess you know. Catrell Taylor would have been. I mean, a lot of people thought Catrell. Well, no, that was an upset of the year because of the way it went. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point. You know, it, it, it was an upset of the year anyway. It was one of the terrible upsets of the year. And hopefully they get it on again. See, we've got a great 2023 coming if the fights work out, you know. Yard and Baturbiev early in January, you know. You Taylor and Kettrell, um, the rematch. That's going to be a good fight, really good fight. Bivol and Canelo rematch, maybe the undisputed title, more women's fights coming. Um, I hope women's fights move to 12 two-minute rounds now, not 10 twos. Just in those big championship fights that they start to experiment with it a little bit, maybe, if they can. Um, okay, knockout of the year. Tough one. There's been a lot of very good knockouts. Well, Fury of White was good. I'm not picking that. Wood of Conlon was good. God, I haven't. I I need to. Hang on a sec. I've got. I wrote down a few. Sorry, I just keep saying hang on a sec. We're live, but we're not live. But we're you know what I mean. As live. Right, hang on. One that sticks out to me is Joe Cordinas of Agawas in Cardiff. Oh, yeah, that was brilliant. That was amazing. Amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Caleb Plants over Durrells. That was a very yeah, good Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and one's just gone out of my mind that I was... Um... Maybe Wilder Hellenius you could put in there. Yeah, that that's that, that, to rewind a couple of fights that you just said. So Joe Cordina uh, winning the world title against Agawa and Cardiff. I think it was first round, wasn't it? it was. I can't remember. It was early though. Um, Caleb Plant knocking out Darrell and Deontay Wilder knocking out Robert Helanis. That definitely was round one. We could throw a Bam Bam Rodriguez into it. Yes, that was TK at work. Um... Trying to think, there's one other one that I'm trying to think of. Snooze and you lose, Sumo. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm having my Christmas. I'm having my Christmas moment. Um, one other big fight, one other knockout. Joe Joe Joyce over Joseph Parker was good. Great knockout. That was a, that. That's the one I was thinking of. I liked that. It was a long, grueling fight. Yeah. And 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 who's knocked out Parker, you know? White. Yes. No, 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 did he knock him out? No, he, he, he uh, did no, no, it went the distance. He nearly knocked him out, didn't he? Parker nearly knocked no, him out. No one's knocked out Parker, actually. Yeah. Knocked out Parker. 
that said a lot. And, it, and what it did was it propelled Joe Joyce. Joe Joyce was the heavyweight of the year, in my view. Hmm. He was the most, he was the heavyweight that shone most. His stock rose the most. Yes, I know Alexander Usyk was very, very good against Anthony Joshua again, but no, I think I'm going to pick that knockout. Okay. All right. Best British fighter of the year? Natasha Jonas. Okay. Okay. Three world title fights, all at light middle, two or three weight divisions above her own. I know it's there isn't the depth and... In, in women's boxing at the very top level that there is in men's at the moment. But no, she was, she has to be in the reckoning. She has to be in the reckoning for fighter of the year. Um, if I was to pick a male fighter, I like the rise of Adam Azim. Um, Caroline Dubois in that list as well. I'll come, on, I'll come on to prospects in a minute. But I'm talking okay, about okay, that's fighter possible. of the year. Um, I was thinking of fighters who'd impressed me this year. Um, Is Sonny Edwards in that conversation? Yeah, Sonny. Yeah, put Sonny in that. Yeah, definitely. I want to see him. I want to see him. um, See him fight Cesar Martinez, though. Hmm. I I, I, I think that's a great fight. Don't you? Very great. Yeah, great clash of styles. But if you want to stick with Jonas, then I think that's a more than fair fair answer. You want to think of a male fighter outside Sonny as well, who, who. Joe Joyce, Joe Joyce, yeah, Joe Joyce, you know, um, but Tasha Jonas winning those three, three women's light heavyweight world titles is, is extraordinary. Best, Best American fight of the year. Well, no one fought loads. Bam Bam Rodriguez isn't American, is he? Canelo's not American, but I wouldn't put him in the list. Terence Crawford fought once. Um, I would have gone for Haney just because he become undisputed. Shaka Stevenson. You're going to go with Shakur? Okay. Shakur. Shakur Stevenson. He's my number one. I probably said it to you before. He's my number one pound for pound by 2025. Okay. okay. And he might even go up to like Welter. He might go well go above nine stone nine and just go up, you yeah. know. Best prospect of the year, you mentioned a few names uh a while back. With my prospects of the year I chose my stars of the year for twenty twenty two are Connor Ben and Virgil Ortiz, right? Right. Both undefeated, both welterweights from either side of the pond. Look what's happened to Connor. And until October the 5th, that rise was still stellar. Mm-hmm. Um, and his popularity knew no bounds. I mean, again, it's it's hard not to find someone that doesn't say, God, I love Connor. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Virgil Ortiz remains a prospect for for 2023. Um, in terms of being a world title holder. I know that he's advanced in his career. He's listened to me about playing the guitar and the piano after fights. That's good. Um, Extraordinary gifts. Um, 
On my other prospect for 2022, Connor Ben, have we got a question about those things or not? We will talk about Connor in a second, yeah. Okay. Um, well, as I say, Caroline Dubois, Lauren Price, Adam Azim, um, they they all look really good. I mean, but yeah, but with all the, with all these guys, they they they've yet to fight someone who's going to, you know, take them to the well or test them. Azim will get a test in probably by the end of 2023, by his 10th fight. Um, just trying to think of... And Jared Anderson from America. Yeah. He went. He was 2-0 and this year. He's 13-0, and isn't he, with 13 KOs. I met him. He was a bit surly. But so Anthony Joshua was all those years ago. So was Tyson Fury, to be honest. When they're young heavyweights and they haven't had a seat on the throne yet, they um they've got that thing about them. Um, he was hard to interview. I found. I, I found the gonna... same. I did find the same. I think it might have been just a moody when he was over for the for the all women's card. He was yeah. over that week, you know, with with top rank. And Yared was not easy to interview. He, he was reluctant, wasn't he? it? Yeah, it, it's 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 a difficult one, him. But hopefully, he gets better at it because I'm sure we're going to be interviewing much more because he uh oh he's a talent yeah. there's no yeah. doubt he's a talent i mean i say he's a prospect even though he's 13 you know hmm. all right a couple of more please gareth um could be a, a tricky one more. could be a, a tricky one could, could, could be a tricky one these last two your promoter of the year <laughs> um my promoter of the year. Have I got to pick one? Yep. Well, I think, you know, even though I've knocked him a little bit, um, I think Eddie Hearn's had a brilliant year. Some amazing fights. Taylor and Serrano, Anthony Joshua in Saudi with Yusuf, um, Haney Cambosos. Oh, no, that wasn't... Was Top that right. That was top rank. Um, he did the one the year before, didn't he? Yeah. Um, he did the first Haney and and Cambosos. No, no, that was top rank. It was, but he did um, Lopez Cambosos. He won the purse bid for that. That's it, Lopez Cambosos. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Canelo and Bivol, and then I suppose Wood Conlon. He did as well. Which, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Frank Warren pulled off the improbable by getting 60,000 people to Fury versus Chisora outdoors at Spurs that time of year. Mm. And 94,000 at Wembley. I'm going to say he's pulled off Yard Baturbier for early next year. If I go to the top line, no, I'm going to say Frank Warren. Okay. Okay. It's a close run thing between him and Eddie Hearn, though. But but the blot on the landscape for me is what happened with with Eddie Hearn and and the Conor Ben fight. You know, but well, why don't we just why don't we just end on that because we got eight minutes left on this Zoom before it runs out. So just yeah, fire away about about that situation. Yeah, well, I think I think this is that this falls into the realm of the final thing for 2023. We've talked about all the things we're looking forward to. It's really set up for an amazing year in 2023. Women's sport has grown, and uh, the women's sport boxing has grown exponentially. That's amazing. We're set up for some amazing heavyweight fights. The, the, the Joshua route 
with perhaps Dillian White and Deontay Wilder if that happens, or he comes back into the frame. You know, Joe Joyce, Alexander Usyk, Tyson Fury there as well. Um, you know, there's so many other good fights set up. The lightweight division, as I say, could be very hot this year. Um, but what we didn't do well in 2022 as a sport was the Taylor Catterall situation um, with the judging. Um, something needs to be done about judging new blood, uh, more experimentation, perhaps. Um, <clears throat> and they need to look at it. I mean, it will never be perfect because of the subjective nature of the um, 10 point must system. Um, but um, when it comes to drugs in sport and weight draining and catch weight and all this kind of stuff, that was a classic example of a lack of transparency in the sport and the sport itself unable to police itself correctly. Um, I think it was completely wrong that they tried to push ahead with the Conor Ben, Chris Eubank Jr. fight. And it's even proven right now because there's no resolution on what's happening with, with Conor Ben and the WBC case, that 270-page report that's gone into it, uh, gone into them, as revealed to us by Mauricio Suleiman a couple of weeks ago. And... Uh, the Boxing Board of Control told me quite categorically that they haven't even had that report yet, so why not? <laughs> um, which is nonsensical. I'd love to hear Eddie Hearn say, if I had it different, had it around a second time, I'd do it differently. Um, only because it cast a pall over the sport for a long time. It's a very damaging thing to have happened to sports because it's an inherently dangerous sport. It's not track cycling. It's not the Tour de France. It's not, it's not, um, it's a contact combat sport. So you can't have that happening in, you know, in rugby, you can't have it happening in, um, in, in boxing. When people test positive and they've got huge collisions going on and they're using their fists over each other and you just can't have it. So that was, it, it was, um, the sport's got to learn that when that happens, you need to be open about it, have an inquiry, and it's the only way to get rid of um, either drugs cheats or contaminated tests or failed tests or situations that do not reflect what we need in, in place as safety measures in the sport. Simple as that. And because... You've got to remember that there's, there's probably only about 2% of us out there that are real fight fans. And then a few more come to the bigger fights when the mainstream fights happen. So it, it's very important. You see how quickly the sport gets knocked when things go wrong. That's out of it. you're okay was that the fact that um, the fight wasn't pulled and they tried to push on with it with the promoter especially as two there were two positive tests towards the end we were all affected by it as you know we were all affected by it Sports Social Podcast Network 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.